The end of the exile of God's people is now at hand. Beginning in Jerusalem, salvation will be offered to all people everywhere. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest, until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Will you please stand as we sing together Psalm 147 on page 3 of your service leaflet. Please be seated. Paul rejoices that because Jesus came among us, we are no longer constrained under the old law, but now are set free to live by faith. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Now, before faith came, 
we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith would be revealed. Therefore, the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came so that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer subject to a disciplinarian. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power. To become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This is he. This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God the only Son who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Word of God, come to us and make all things well. Amen. Each of the four Gospels traces Jesus back to a particular beginning. Matthew's Gospel traces the genealogy of Jesus back to Abraham. Mark starts with Isaiah who prophesies the coming of the one who will prepare the way for Jesus. Luke begins with the word of an angel announcing the birth of John and Zechariah. 
and announcing to Mary Jesus' birth if she will say yes. And she does. The Gospel of John praises Jesus' beginning back from the very beginning. Before time. Before creation of the world. The Word which became flesh and dwelt among us was not created but stood with God before creation, was the agent of creation. John's Gospel says it this way, He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. The Word that said, Let there be light. The Word that said, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness, was conceived in the womb of a woman and born one of us. John says it this way, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the cornerstone statement of the Gospel of John. This is the keystone statement in that great arch of John's Gospel. This is why the Gospel of John was written. The Word becoming flesh is the zenith of God's revelation of God's self. God who spoke earlier through the prophets now speaks through His Son. The Word made flesh. Jesus, who forgave sins, who healed the sick, who made the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, who preached good news of the nearness of God, who raised the dead and was raised from the dead, (coughs) reveals God, makes God known in ways that we can see and understand. When Moses asked to see God's glory, God said, No. You cannot see my face and live. No one can see my face and live. Now and in Jesus, that is all changed. Because of Jesus, we can see the face of God and live. Jesus who is and was and has been and still is is so close to the Father's heart, so at one with the Father, that he helps us see God clearly. John's Gospel says it this way. No one has ever seen God. It is God the only Son who is close to the Father's heart who has made him known. William Barclay, in his commentary on John's Gospel, writes this. This is a shatteringly new thing. That God could and would become a human person. That God could and would enter the life that we live. That eternity could and would appear in time. That somehow the Creator could and would appear in creation in such a way that men's eyes could actually see Him is a shatteringly new thing. 
Jesus didn't come to talk about God. Jesus came to reveal God. To show us what God is like. To show us God's very self. Where are those who would condemn you? They are not here. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Little girl, I say to you, arise. Peter, do you love me more than these? Feed my sheep. Do this as often as you will to remember me, to bring me to you. Go in peace. Your faith has saved you. Take up your pallet and walk. Your sins are forgiven. God is with us in Jesus so much that what Jesus says and does and thinks is what God says and does and thinks. In this fourth day of Christmas, we still celebrate his birth. In this fourth day of Christmas, we still celebrate that he who came comes again and will come again. In him, God is not distant. In him, God is not just near, but God is here. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to his people on earth with whom God is well pleased to dwell. Amen. <laughs>